Hi there, my name is Anthony Abbott, the host of the Down the Pub podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. We are joined by new Halifax Wanderer Samba star, Joe Morelli. Carlos also joined us to ask Joe some questions. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe. We really do appreciate all your support. Now on with the show. So uh, welcome to this week's episode of the Down the Pub podcast. We are joined by new Halifax recruit and Samba star, Joe Morelli. Uh, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's, it's our honor, trust me. And uh, we're also joined by Carlos, who will be asking some questions as well. How's it going, Carlos? Not too bad. How are you doing, Anthony? Thanks for having me again. Thank yeah, you. No worries, thanks, thanks for helping out. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Joao. Um, Obrigado for coming. Obrigado. I saw in an interview that you uh, watched some videos of the CPL and that helped you decide to come to Canada. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what exactly did you see in the videos that convinced you to come? Well, um, I watched some uh, the Wonders hi- highlights, a couple of games, like not the full games, but like uh, just the highlights and everything. And when I saw the, the crowd, the supporters, and, and I, 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 like, I know Canada for being like a very nice country with very nice people and everything. So all of these things count, count like when you, when you need to make a, a decision. So, yeah, just watch a little bit of the football and, um, yeah, it seemed uh, nice to me. So, yeah, that, that was it. Oh, nice. Um, did, did any of your teammates tell you about the, uh, the, the crowd experience? Yeah, everyone says, like, I think it's one of the, the biggest, like, thing here in Halifax. Uh, everyone is like the atmosphere is very nice here. So, yeah, I've been very excited to to see what what it looks like. Yeah, man, you're gonna love it. It's like it's like last season the team didn't do so well, but they still yeah. sold out every game, and the the, the fans were were nuts. So, um, yeah, you're gonna like it. Um, so, um, what what do you think of the squad so far from what you've seen? I know you've only trained. Um, it's looking good uh, so far. Uh, I've seen a lot of very nice, good players, very nice players with the ball, uh, technical and and strong players also. The little I saw from the training, everyone's already have is having a good connection in the pitch. Yeah, so everything in here is is very exciting, and and this this thing what's happening now is just like making it more exciting. <laughs> exciting for us so just uh just, just don't get injured while all this is happening okay oh yeah um so what, what can what can the fans here in halifax expect from you well i'll be 100 percent all the games on the pitch i'll give my 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 life if i need i think i'm i'm a very decisive player and um 
I think I, I can help the team a lot and um, hopefully we can achieve good things here and big things. Awesome. We can't wait to see you, man. I have a question regards uh, your adaptation process into the team because I know like you are well adapted together. You play everywhere. Um, how's uh, your adaptation process with the team? Is there any chemistry? Because, you know, you play in England and it's a little bit similar to play here. And you also play in Estonia. So I'm wondering, um, it has it has been any challenge for your adaptation process to fit in this team? How is that going? Uh, it wasn't hard at all to 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 join the team. To be fair, um, for me, uh, the hardest time I had was the very beginning in England, and uh, when I moved to Estonia as well. But when you go through all that process. When you come to, to Canada, the people are very receptive and everything, so it, it makes it much easier. And and I'm already used to it, so like it it was very easy to 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 be with like with the boys and like we we were already friends, you know. Like I can call them friends already. So so the chemistry in the dressing room is is very nice and everything. So everything looks good. That's great. And speaking of adaptation, I don't know if we can just go back a little bit back in time when you were playing in the youth divisions in Brazil. And then mm -hmm. you were such a young age, you traveled to Europe. Um, how was that adaptation process uh, being such a uh, young age? And if you can tell us more about your story from the early years of Joao, because I know you're coming from Brazil And it's a way different style. You know, you have the Jinga, the Jogo Bonitos, I was saying before. Um, yeah. Going to England, it's a totally different game, more physical. So if you can tell us more about that experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I left Brazil, I was 18. And uh, yeah, I had absolutely no experience in nothing. Didn't even speak English, like, at all. So it was very hard at the beginning to to get myself into the team, Uh, to make friends, to to communicate with people and everything. And like on the pitch as well, it was hard because, as you said, it's a completely different style of football. So in Brazil, when you're young, all the people wants to see is your technique and everything, mainly in my position, which is like attacking like positions. So when I moved to England, I was like, I was even like a little bit scared because if I, I, I told the boys the other day, like even on the pitch, on, on the training, I mean, I used to get tackled harder than I was getting in Brazil in the games, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, it was a little bit scary for me because there, like the game just goes on. Even if it's a hard tackle, if, if you touch the ball, it's no foul. And in Brazil, if the hard tackle, everyone's like, oh, my God, look at his tackle and blah, blah, blah. So I had to adapt myself to that. And obviously, I learned a lot from this because I had to, to learn how to protect myself at the same time, how to tackle at the same time, it, which was a, like, a, a, like a thing from another world. I see a number 10 tackling people. It's weird in Brazil. Not now because it's changing, but like back in the days, like you don't see that a lot. And so, yeah, it was it was hard to adapt this style of game to to the English football. 
And speaking of back in the days, um, you had a big influence with uh, Juninho, right? I think that he yep. saw you. Um, how much influence he was in your life inside the pitch and outside the pitch? Yeah, so I was playing for his club. Like he he <laughs> he played as a youth in the same club as I played. Uh, now he owns the club, and uh, he, he bought the club. It was not a very good situation, and he he he, he like built again all the the name of the club and everything. And uh, I start, started playing there. And when this opportunity uh, appeared for us to to have this alliance with Millersburg, he like I was one of the his picks. And uh, yeah, like inside the pitch, obviously, you have the influence because I was learning from here from him in the other club in the in the in Brazil. And uh, I spoke to him, and and obviously I I asked some tips uh, of what people wanted there, and uh, he told me some of the the things they like. But outside the pitch, I didn't have much connect connection with him because as soon as I left Brazil, I think we spoke two, twice maximum. When I was in Brazil, I visited the club and everything, so we didn't speak a lot. So, so I didn't know that Juninho actually owned the club. That's crazy. Yeah. So when did he take that over? Um, I, I was, I think, I was like fifteen years old, so nine years ago, probably something like that. So, so when you were in Middlesbrough, um, did you feel a little bit of pressure because Juninho had recommended you to the club? Yeah, yeah. That that was the thing that I, like I didn't like a lot because. Obviously, he was a legend there. Yeah, and big people time. People was comparing me to him. And I was like, how how am I going to like, <laughs> like, wow. it's important. like, what can I do here? People are going to be like frustrated, <laughs> you know? So, so like, so when you... I got there, it's like, oh my God, maybe he's like Juninho and everything. I was, I was only playing for the under-23s and I, it was my first year and I didn't like, fit to this to the game there and I was like oh my god what am I going to do and then like obviously my technique I was appearing in a game but at the same time I couldn't do like much you know in the first six months and then like the people <laughs> I think they realized it was a different like First, <laughs> well, yeah, I felt a lot of pressure because all the news they were saying, like, oh, the new junior, the new junior, blah blah blah. I was like, oh my god, no, what am I going to do here? <laughs> yeah, uh, the northeast of England, it's cold and they're crazy about football, so I'm expecting you to step into the shoes of a World Cup winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> at 18 is, is quite, yeah, a, quite a, yeah, it was quite crazy. a stretch, man, yeah. So uh, what was Kranka was the the manager at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what was he like? Because obviously he took him to the promised land of the Premier League. What was he like as a coach, or did you get to interact with him at all? Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I used to train a lot with him. Um, they were very nice. Uh, he had the he had the Carlos. He, he was uh, the assistant coach. He was Portuguese, and uh, I used to communicate with him in Portuguese, obviously. So it was like. 
it was obviously the, the ice was broke, you know, like I could like talk to him more like freely. And uh, I used to train a lot with them. He was, a, he, he is a very good coach. It was, he's a, like, his knowledge of the football is very high. And um, yeah, I used to enjoy training with the first team. He was a nice guy as well. Carlos was a nice guy. Uh, that was the Uruguayan goalkeeper coach. Uh, he's married with a Brazilian woman, so everything was like easier with them. But it was hard times. Like Middlesbrough at the time, they didn't have much uh, young talents in the first team and everything. So none of us were getting like real chances to play, you know. So I was I was just like training like at least once a week with them, and. Obviously, that that made me me grow a lot as well. Yeah, as I said, like there's a lot of expectations up there. Like uh, Steve Gibson, the chairman, has put mm. quite a lot of his own money into the club, so <clears throat> I'm sure he expects a lot for his money. So it's why it's probably hard for young players to get into the team. Yeah, um, the, the club you played for in Brazil, I I, I asked Carlos how to pronounce it. Can you pronounce it for me? So I, Itu, I don't want to butcher it. Ituano. Ituano. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did uh, Gabriel Martinelli play for them while you were there too? Yeah. So we, we had, um, so uh, in 2018, I think, yeah, 2018, I went back to Brazil in July when I left Fitwood and uh, I signed six months contract with Ituano again. So I played there for the first team and Martinelli played with me. Uh, we played, uh, we played the cup there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we used to play together. It was nice. He, he was already like obviously he was already good, but the this the step he took like from there to Arsenal. Now I watch him play; it's unbelievable. Like, uh, he, he, obviously we knew that he would he would be like a great talent when you play amongst uh, like high high highest level players. Obviously, your football appears much more than than when you're playing with not like the average players. Yeah, we have a lot of Arsenal fans who listen to the show, so I just wanted to get your take. So, yeah. how good do you think he's going to be? Oh man, I, I I I bet all my money on him. I think like he, he he's a great <laughs> kid as well. He is like humble. He's not like this like party guys. We want like to party every time and everything. He's not like that. He's just like he's focused. He's he trains a lot. He's like hard worker. His talent as well is unbelievable. So I think he's going to achieve, like, a lot from from now. Yeah, they're, uh, they didn't pay too much for him, I don't think. And uh, he definitely looks like he's probably going to take the, the Premier League by storm next season or something like that. He's a, he's a great talent. Yeah. And uh, as you said, he looks like he's got his head in the shoulders, which is always yeah. good. Um, so for yourself then, obviously you somehow managed to get to Estonia. Um, how did that move happen and made you decide to go to Estonia? So I, I got to a point uh, that I was like, I, I needed to, to, to play like senior football. And um, my agent came with this. My agent had another player in Middlesbrough as well. And uh, he, he was going to Estonia to for a trial. And uh, my agents just presented my name there, and they they were interested. And 
I said, you know what, um, I'll take the chance. Just I need to play like men's football. And uh, yeah, I just closed my eyes and I went there. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so, 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 that's, a, that's, a, that's a good way to look at it, man. <laughs> thank, thank God it was a sto- thank God it was Estonia, not Mongolia. That so, <laughs> yeah. It's, so um, Estonia is very cool. Um, Estonia is a very cool country, though. But I think Canada too. Um, with your run in Estonia, like uh, checking your stats, like you got, I think, 22, 23 matches and you scored like 16 goals, something like that. Yeah, the f- first season, yeah, I, I played 22 matches and scored 16 or six, yeah, in the league, yeah. That's pretty, Plus two or three in the cup, yeah. That's a pretty decent stat. Um, yeah. So tell us more, more about that. Like it was just, uh, it was the quality of, of the team, it was more like an, an individual thing. How was the level in Estonia? Um, so yeah, the, the league level is not high at all because only the the four biggest teams there are quite decent. The other ones are like not good at all. I mean, it's hard to play because obviously it's eleven against eleven, and they want to win, and they will do anything to win. So it's not as easy as it looks, but um. The, the quality is different, you know. So, but when you play against this, the, the first four, it's like good games, you know, it's good games to watch, to, to compete, to, to play. And uh, my team was one of them, of course. Quality of the team were, were good as well. Yeah, we had some good players there, which helped me to, to achieve these this numbers. And the first season was like, clearly better than the second season. I think the team was better as well. But even in the second season, I scored, I think, 13 or 12 goals and 12 assists as well. So we, I think it's a good number for a number 10. So you got to play in the Europa League while you were there. What was that like? I was unbelievable. Like the first, first season I played there, we went to Ireland. We played against Cork City. And... The the stadium is nice. It's like very cl- close to the pitch, and it's all around the 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 pitch as well. <clears throat> and it was full. It was like ten thousand people. Uh, it was very nice to play there. And in the second time, we went to Iceland. We played the. I forgot the name of the team. It's hard to say. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it was nice as well. And we, when we played that, it, it was so frustrating because we played there. We lost two one. It was artificial pitch, cold weather, and everything, which we are used. We were used to it, but like, it's hard to play when they only play in the artificial. And they are very strong. I like it's honestly the one of the most like strong players I've ever played against. The, the center box was absolutely huge. And uh, when we went back, played the home second game, we won two one. It went to extra time. We scored the third goal, and then at the last second they scored from a corner. We 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 got knocked out. So yeah, like everyone was crying the pitch, but it was an unbelievable like experience. 
it's very nice to play. People go to watch and everything, so it's very nice. Yeah, um, Cork, Cork is a is a crazy, crazy, crazy place. So um, you're, you're probably lucky you got out alive, man. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, the what what was it like living in Estonia? Like, did you like is is the the food good? Are the people nice? Like, it's it, obviously it's a huge change from Brazil and the weather and stuff like that. Like, how how was it like? How did you find living there? Uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful place. It's a very nice like city. Everything is good there. Like cheap, and uh, there's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of tourists. Uh, the summer is quite good as well. You only la- it lasts for like one month maximum, but it's good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like Thailand is very nice. People probably don't know, but. It's one of the most beautiful cities I've been. Like it's so good, and uh, there's a lot of things to do. But the only thing is that is hard is like communicating with people and everything because they're very cold. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> but it's different here. You know, people here are more like friendly, like easier. Yeah, friendly, easier to 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 deal with. You're in the. Sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say, yeah. I I just think that's more of a Scandinavian Baltic thing. Yeah. I just think the people are are just like that. Generally, I don't think it's like they do it on purpose. Yeah. I just think it's kind no, of no. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't that. They are like that. Like they they just the way they they do things. People are friendly here because you're in the one of the nicest and friendliest provinces in Canada. So I think like you 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 will fit right here in Nova Scotia and mm-hmm. Halifax. Now, um, my question goes more like you played in England and you play in Estonia, and I'm sure that you watch the Canadian Premier League. How would you define uh, Canadian football? Like what, um, what are the, uh, the main highlights that, that attract you to play here in this country? So one thing that I, I, I had a hard time playing in England was this long ball football like this always like diagonal like balls and everything which is hard for me because I had to, to challenge all the time in the air and everything which is not my style in Estonia we had in the first season we had this more like playing out football and everything which I fit like perfectly the second season wasn't that much and uh, here I saw like people like trying to play you know like they're, they're trying to to play out they like they're not doing too much like long balls i don't know if i saw it right but the 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 little i saw it was just like i thought i could like fit properly here and like i love playing like in the pockets and everything getting the ball in turn and i think even in the 10 days i train with with the team like everyone showed that that we can do it. So I don't know about last year, but this year definitely we're gonna we're gonna put the ball on the floor and play. Yeah, you like more. Yeah, it's on the blood, I guess. You know, having the ball on the ground, it's just more the South American style. <laughs> yeah. um, I read some interviews that you have done, and uh, you mentioned that you re- you feel really comfortable playing behind the number nine, which is. Uh, it's it's an, 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 a natural 10, 
like a Ronaldinho, mm-hmm. I, I mean. But do you this that position is something that we lack of last season? So I think that your addition will be great for the team this season. Is there, uh, is there something that uh, you would like to add addition, uh, um, in addition to be like a classic number, a, a classic Brazilian number 10? Yeah, obviously, this is, this is where, as you said, this is where I most feel comfortable. It's natural, my natural position since I was young. <clears throat> um, obviously, I, I don't know if they had a good number 10 with these qualities, with this style. But I come here definitely to, to only add good things to the team. Uh, and I see I see myself helping the team in that place, in that position, because it, it doesn't seem like that I can see that already, but in 10 days of training, the the amount of good plays we had like with the team of me and me playing that position and the connection with everyone is already like very good. So I think I can do a lot for the team being there and finding final passes and turning and finishing and everything. Just picking up on there what you said when you played in Iceland on the the plastic pitch, obviously there's teams here in Canada that play on uh, plastic pitches. Are you concerned about playing on those fields? No, nah, not at all. Like that, 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 there was a lot of um, pitches like that in Estonia as well, uh, but we used to play in the the natural grass. But yeah, like there's no problem for me. Like just it, it, if it's good, it's good for everyone. If it's bad, it's bad for everyone. So it's not an excuse. It's a good way of looking at it, man. <laughs> That's true. So, um, what, what do you, uh, what like? Uh, Obviously, you, you you can't go back home to visit right now or anything like that. What what do you miss the most from home, apart from your family, I suppose? Right? Yeah, um, <laughs> I think the weather is one thing that I it's, um, <laughs> I, I I try to find a place to go and play football with good weather, but I, it, it seems impossible. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the weather, which obviously, it, 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 you can do whatever you want out. It's a it's a it's a lot in the food. The food is unbelievable in Brazil. So, the feijoada is that like a Brazilian food? Wasn't it uh, with beans? Oh, fe- feijoada. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's very nice. Should all try it one day. You'll uh you'll have to sack your travel agent if. Uh... You went looking for places to play in the sun, <laughs> and you ended up in Middlesbrough. Yeah, Stone, Halifax, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought I told him before coming here. It's like I need a, a warm place to go now, and and like we could we couldn't like get offers from anyone, so just had to choose between like cold places. <laughs> Uh, to be honest with you, the summers aren't too bad, man. You're gonna like yeah. it. It's uh, it does get it does get warm, uh, like. Last year, watching the games with a, a cold beer in our hand, uh, and it was like 25, 30 degrees. So, um, for, for an Irish person, that's like as hot as the sun. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, it's, it's, it's probably like winter to you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it, uh, everyone, everyone says the summer is good here, so I'm very excited to, to get there. <laughs> yeah, it, take, it takes a while for it to yeah, get yeah. Um, so, so one of our 
regular contributors had a quick question for you. Um, what, what is there anything here in Halifax that reminds you of home? I think it's different, but the people like it's similar. At least like the boys, like my friends, so they have a, a similar way of think. So I think. Um, as Carlos said, that here in Halifax, yeah, people are more nice than the other place. So, yeah, I think I think the people are not not as much as we are, but the people are are warm. Nice, nice. Um, he also had a question: uh, Is it true that Brazil has the third best barbecue in South America? <laughs> no, that's the it's the first. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. People say about Uruguay and Argentina. Yeah, probably he's saying about this. Uh, but yeah, I still prefer Brazil. So um, obviously, you can't really go outside right now. Like you've obviously got your fitness uh, regime worked out by the club. So what are you doing to bide your time here and stop yourself from going insane? Uh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, just I, I feel like a robot. I just wake up, so I, just all right, time to train, run, and then do the exercise at home, eat, play video games, eat, sleep. That's it. I, I can't I do much. So it's just, if it, to be honest, it feels like it's going fast the time. Like I don't know why, but it's it's not uh, too hard. But it's so boring. Like it's, I, I, I wanted to go somewhere. Like I didn't even get the chance to to, to get to know the city and and, every, and everything. So yeah, it's and being by myself is hard as well. I I see some of the boys sometimes, like, but we can't stay together. So I just I'm just here and I talk to my family a lot, which helps me, and that's it. I feel I feel like the team should uh, spend some money and get just all like hamster wheels to put into your living room. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a nice plan. <laughs> spend the day. In it. Well, it, it's kind of nice to know that uh, professional footballers are going through the uh, the same things as the rest of us because we're all in the same. Yeah, room, it's like we're all we're all going a little bit crazy. Yeah. Um, so, what would be your first uh, place to visit in Halifax when you're allowed to to go go outside? <laughs> probably <yeah. laughs> probably have a fight and that's it <laughs> no they say about the there's some uh, falls here yeah waterfalls yep there's there, there's a there's a lot of like this this place is beautiful man it's like I, i've been here 10 years and i still haven't seen all yeah. the stuff there is to see it's 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 insanely beautiful especially in the summertime yeah, yeah. like You'll 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 get to see like Peggy's Cove and a lot of players seem to enjoy the waterfront here in Halifax. So um, there's definitely a lot of stuff to do down there. Yeah, that's... you you can tell that uh, Joao clearly wants to see the beach because as a Brazilian he wants to play soccer in the beach. It's kind of like his nature. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, I'm wondering uh, back in the days because you, you're from, originally from Sao Paulo, right? Yeah, I was I was born in São Paulo and I moved to to Itu, which is the 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 city where I where I played for Ituano. It's like one hour yeah. away. Um, so since you you play for Ituano, then you move all your career to Europe. 
Um, I was wondering, have you ever con you? Is there something that you re would you love to play for Sao Paulo, Palmeiras, Palmeiras, or Corinthians? Is there something that you need to scratch yeah. it off from your bucket list? Yeah, yeah. Like th this is a dream. To be fair, like I want to play for Sao Paulo, which the team I, I grew up supporting, and uh, hopefully, like I can I can make my name here and. and in Canada and hopefully I don't know MLS maybe and then and then go back to Brazil and play in a first division team or whatever. But this is a dream that I I want to to achieve. Nice, Paulista. You here at Station is uh, it's well done here in in the Wonders with the team and your the locker room and everything. Um, I'm wondering who's the player that uh, surprised you the most that 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 you said like that you really like to play with? Uh, there's a few, to be honest. Um, let me think. Uh, is... Luis Bernat. No, let me see. If it's LBG. Fine. LBG. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, he's very good on the ball. He's always trying to, to play forward on the floor and everything. So, it, we play. We train together mostly of the the train, like the training we had. So like he's always trying to find me. So obviously I'm gonna like him. Yeah, I, I mean he was like one of the standout players of the CPL last year. Yeah. So it was a huge it was a huge coup for the club to to sign him this 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 season. So. Um, it's just it's just so frustrating that like we we've got like such a different squad this year and everybody really wants to see you guys play <laughs> and we can't. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, making the most of it. Yeah. Um, do you talk to Eric Santos? Yeah, uh, uh, I know he's still in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah we talk like most every most every day we we talk about something. Uh, yeah, he, he had a. Hard time getting the the visa, and yeah, he's still there. He's I don't know what what's gonna happen, but yeah, obviously the club is gonna do a lot to 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 try to get him here. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, he's he's doing the same. Like he can't do much as well because Brazil is the same situation. It's it's getting worse. So my even my family like no one sees each other. Everyone's like apart. Like my parents are alone in their in their house house and uh, my I have five siblings so they're all like married and stuff have kids and everything so they're all like apart they don't even see each other so Eric's just there training as well with the same situation but the good thing is he's in a good weather and he can go running <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you guys know <laughs> and that's it but... sorry but he's no, uh, ahead, sorry, sorry. I, I had a little bit of delay. <laughs> sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I mean, um, did you guys met before? Did you guys know each other from before? You and Eric? No, 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 we didn't know. We just, we just like, so they, they gave me his number even before we, we were announced. And then we started talking and, and obviously Brazilians, like, we already like becoming friends and everything, even f through the phone and, and yeah, but I didn't know him before. Nice. That's a it's good it's it's good way for him to kind of keep in touch with what's going on here, right? Because it yeah. must be stressful for him that like he's 
back home and like nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so so but he's played in Ukraine and and Georgia. So like I don't want to get into too many details, but like is there what's the issue with the with the visa? Um, because I think in this I think Ukraine and Georgia, even Estonia, you don't you don't need a like a visa to play. You just you just go as a foreigner. It's easy. You can get you can get in the country and every, and like it. That's it. You just need to obviously get um, I don't know get in the system or something like that. But it's not hard at all. And in in America and here, like US and here, and, and like it's so hard from even from Brazilians to go. Every like we need a visa even to to stay ten days and everything. It's different. It's tourist visa. But, but it's like it's hard it takes like long time to to get and everything i don't know why it's so difficult but as i as i have a italian passport it was like very simple for me to to get here yeah it must be uh it must be like gold yeah <laughs> yeah my, my, i think um there was a, one of the players from last season uh guti who's from peru i think he he was saying on the podcast last week that he had some issues uh, with visas trying to get into Canada mm-hmm. too. So uh, I think it's something that the club might need to look at in the future to make sure that they have this all kind of set up before they they do anything. Because yeah. as I said, it's not really fair on, on him. Like if he, can't, if he can't come here to play, like it's a bit late for him to try and find a club as well. Yeah, I mean, like probably he, he would have been here already. But because of this... These things that are happening, like he's still not able to to come. Okay, um, Carlos, did you want to ask your yeah, uh, well, yeah. famous question? Joel, I know you like a car a lot. So, what what are your current cars yeah. and Ronaldinho are up there? But nowadays, like in this modern era of football, what are your top three? Number ten. Number ten. Should I count Messi as yeah. another ten or? All right, Messi first. Uh, number ten is hard is. to find, you know, because now the yeah. Mm, let's see. Oh, today players they play in so many positions that you don't even know anymore if they're proper number 10 or like Neymar is playing number 10 or Wingo uh, would, uh, would, would De Bruyne count as a number yeah, 10? Yeah I'd say him like yeah like he's playing like more like a number 8 right but he's he's a number 10 I think um, yeah De Bruyne is the second probably and third one, I think there's only myself. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're the only person that's yeah. been asked that question that's picked themselves. No, I'm joking, but I can't, I can't think of anyone. <laughs> oh, God, that's amazing. Uh. So let's make it easier yeah, for you. Your thing. top. Your 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 top your top three uh, midfielders right now. All right. Um, so yeah, Messi, De Bruyne, and 
<laughs> it's a hard one, eh? <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, your top three football. <laughs> I, I it easier for you. No, I'll, no, I'll say I'll say a guy here, which is he's not in a in a like good time, but for me, I've, I've always like loved him, which is uh, Ozil. I think he's an unbelievable player. Mm-hmm. I can I can see that. But when he was on t- when he's on top form, he's he's world class. Yeah, right? I, I mean, he he still is, but I don't know what's happening. But because it's, uh, people don't understand, right? Like people think it's just go there and play, but probably he's having some troubles and like with people in the team and everything. So. I think he had a lot of trouble with the with the last yeah. manager towards the end there. Like it's probably, I'd I'd say, like obviously with Arteta coming in, it might be a little bit better for him. Um, uh, like he's going to get another chance to to show what he can do and all that kind of stuff. But it's also a lot of pressure. Arsenal aren't a very good team right now, so like all that pressure on him to produce the goods week in week yeah. out is. Like like Arsenal fans are. Have you ever seen Arsenal fan TV? Like, they're, yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, watching on YouTube. Uh, they are absolutely yeah. crazy. So, yeah, so so I mean, like having to deal with that week in week out, like, would probably drive me nuts too, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, no, I'm good. I, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to to hang out with us, man. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, you're. Uh, your English accent is really coming along there, by the way. <laughs> yeah, everyone says that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what I was talking to you or to Canada, so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to change my accent already. I right? get a Canadian accent. <laughs> Just to say a boot and a a lot, and you'll fit right in, man. Uh, <laughs> Just watch South Park; it'll sort yeah. you right out. Um, so yeah, so if. If it's okay with you, I'm going to talk to the Halifax Wanderers fans and tell them to call it Janino from now on. Is that yeah, okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I just want, I just thanks again for hanging out. I know um, it's probably a, a good break for you, but okay. But uh, you also appreciate your time. Uh, hope uh, this is over very soon so we can see you in the pitch. Yeah, thank thank you guys. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, it's very nice to to talk uh, like that. And uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks to Joe and Carlos for joining us this week. It's quite a journey that Joe has been on, so it was great for him to share it with us. Thanks again, everyone, for the support and the listens. We really do appreciate you taking the time out to support the show. Next week, we have our interviews with Marco Bussos and Canadian international Chris Twardek, so make sure to check those out. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, cheers.